0: This is Scott Slate WSB. Dr. Leonard Lichtenfeld is interim chief medical officer for the American Cancer Society, which is proclaimed May 24th as Don't Friday, calling attention to one of the most avoidable causes of death in what uh, could be as Dr. Lynn joins us. First of all, it's great to talk to you again. Hey. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I, I'm planning on avoiding the sun during these heat wave uh, days here the next few days. And, and I'm curious where the American Cancer Society places skin cancer now on the prevalence list. Is it near the top? Is it in the middle? Or are you making progress? What's the story?
1: So, Scott, the, the reality is that skin cancer is the single most common cancer by a wide margin. In this country, in the United States, in 2019, well, we think in 2019, there will be about 3.3 million people who develop 5.4 million cases of skin cancer. Now, we're not quite as accurate on skin cancer as we are with other cancers because we don't report every skin cancer, but the reality is it's pervasive and many people, as they get older, will be impacted.
0: Hey, some of these skin cancers are deadly, are they not?
1: Yes, they are. Uh, They fall into different categories, any one of which can frankly be deadly, although the the one that we worry about the most is malignant melanoma. That's the one that if you don't pay attention, it can burrow deep into the skin, and it can spread, and it can lead to death. The others can also be a problem, particularly when it comes to the local treatment with surgery, but fortunately for most forms of skin cancer, they're treatable. Melanoma is the one we worry about the most.
0: And how avoidable is skin cancer when you compare it especially to some of the other cancers you all have to deal with?
1: We actually think that almost all skin cancers are avoidable. We know that in most situations, not all, but in most, the, the skin cancers are related to sun exposure. And that sun exposure can occur very young in life. That's something that most people don't pay attention to. They don't think about particularly young people. You go out to outdoors, you go to the beach, you go where um, you shouldn't go to a tanning parlor, and you expose yourself to ultraviolet radiation. The damage that does to the skin lasts a lifetime and builds over a lifetime. And as a consequence, most skin cancers occur in older people. Having said that, we are seeing skin cancers happen in younger folks as well. So for anyone who sees a change in their skin, something that is of concern, they should get it checked out.
0: But it's never too late to lower your risk, is it?
1: No, it isn't. As I said, it accumulates over time. But, you know, when you, when you stop that exposure, you reduce the risk later on. And there's some, you know, simple things that people can do. And the American Cancer Society has a phrase, slip, slop, slap, and wrap. So slip on a shirt, particularly a long sleeve shirt that that's a, has some protection in it. Uh, slap-on uh, hat, slop-on sunscreen, and lots of it. Make sure you read the label so you know what you're using, at least SPF 30 or higher, and wrap on a pair of ultraviolet protective sunglasses for that skin around the eyes, which is, is very vulnerable to the effects of the ultraviolet effects of the sun.
0: I got a couple of questions about sunscreen. Uh, first of all, how much is enough?
1: Well, I think it's probably safe to say, um, you know, there's never too much. Most people make the mistake of putting on you know, like a little dabble. Do you? Um, that's not what you do. You're supposed to put on at least an ounce, which is like a palmful, and spread it and repeat it regularly. Particularly if you're outside, uh, you know, in the, and if you go in the water or you're playing sports or you're sweating. So make sure you read the labels on the sunscreen. Use at least SPF 30 or greater. Reapply it, and probably in most cases every two hours. But also remember that sunscreen is, is a help. It's not really the primary thing you have to pay attention to in sun safety. And we have a lot of information, the Cancer Society has a lot of information on our website at cancer.org about sun safety um, and the rules. Are, you know, for example, we should probably avoid the sun between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. I know most people are going to say, Really? Well, the answer is, yeah, really. And if you, can't, if you can't avoid the sun, then stay under shade or use some protection, of, uh, you know, an umbrella or something to avoid the maximal rays of the sun. But sunscreen is helpful. As I said, SPF 30 or greater. Reapply regularly, particularly if you're sweating or you get wet. Um, make sure you do what you're supposed to do and use lots of sunscreen. I've said that m- uh, before as well. That is, you know, one of the things that most people don't do when they go out and they either exercise or relax in the sun.
0: I've got uh, one thing to ask you about sunscreens that come up in the news lately. What do you think about these homemade sunscreens that we've been hearing about?
1: Oh, my golly. Well, (laughs) let's say I don't think much. Um, Sunscreen is actually a little bit of a controversial topic, uh, today as we speak. The Food and Drug Administration has a, what we call a proposed rule where they're now saying maybe we need to know more about the safety of sunscreens, but they have put a lot of tests and other efforts into place to try to at least make certain that what we have today you know, is, is safe and effective, uh, and now they're going to do further safety studies. The homemade sunscreens, you have no clue Whether they work or not, and in fact, based on the information that I've seen, what limited information is available, there's no reason to think that they're going to be be safe. And experts are really warning people: don't get caught up in the fad, so to speak. That because you make it at home, it's going to be better than something that's in the bottle. There are an awful lot of things that have to be done to test sunscreens to make sure that they that they do what they say they're going to do. Mixing them up at home just isn't going to work. So um, I I would strongly urge people to avoid the temptation to think that homemade is better for some reason. It just simply is not. I would not rely on those sunscreens.
0: Okay, one more thing, Doc. Uh, You had a chance to testify to the Atlanta City Council on their proposed ordinance that would further restrict smoking in public places in the city. What did you tell them?
1: Well, we told them that there's no safe level of secondhand smoke, and we fully support uh, the uh, the, the uh, ordinance or the proposed uh, law that would ban smoking in indoor places in Atlanta, as simple as that, and especially in the airport. The, you know, we, there was testimony that uh, was actually somewhat interesting where people said, well, we know the facts, but, well, the facts are the facts. And there's no safe level for customers. There's no safe level for employees. No one should saf- have to sacrifice their life to make a living. And we are very concerned about exposure to secondhand smoke. Other cities have done it. Uh, New Orleans has done it. And if New Orleans can do it, certainly Atlanta can do it. Uh, I go to Chicago frequently. Chicago did it. And a lot of restaurants in Chicago had cigar smoking areas as well. And they seem to be doing just fine without the cigars, without the smoke. So we need to improve the health of our city. We need to stand alongside many of our Uh, Other cities, sister cities around the country, we need to make sure our airport uh, has as clean air as most of the other airports in this country and and throughout the world. We need to get rid of smoking in public places, in the airport, the bars, the restaurants. We need to protect our health. That should be our number one concern.
0: Dr. Leonard Lichtenfeld is interim chief medical officer for the American Cancer Society. Their world headquarters are right here in Atlanta. Hey, Doc. Dr. Lynn, it's always good to talk to you. Thanks for spending this time
1: with our listeners. It's my pleasure, Scott. Thank you. Don't you
0: love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax.